Hello, and welcome to this episode of Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty, a resource to equip and encourage leaders to make disciples who make disciple makers. I'm your host, Chris Swain, here with Robbie Gallaty, the pastor of Long Hollow Baptist Church, founder and president of Replicate Ministries. Today on the podcast, we have our 100th episode special, I would say spectacular event. But I, I didn't really think through the name of this podcast. That probably would have been smart to do before yeah. we started. But this is our 100th episode. We're excited that people have stuck around for 100 episodes. That, first of all, that's an incredible uh, achievement in and of itself. But what we want to do today, and we're going to have to get moving quickly because we've got a lot of ground to cover. Wow. Today, we are going to highlight our most popular topics and the reason I think this is going to make a great episode is, one, these are our best topics we've done. So the, the crowd has told us. We're not telling ourselves. We're not trying to tell you. You have told us what you want to listen to most. And so we're going to talk about some of those things and how some of them may have changed over the course of the last couple of years. And then the other thing we want to talk about today is we've got a couple of special guests on the 100th episode special who have been with we? us. We, they've we? been with us on this journey for a long yes. time now. And so uh, they've risen from the ranks of a lowly fact checker to, uh, to the heights of running the show. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's great to have them here. Uh, one is Mr. Jonathan Simon. Hello there. Jonathan, yes. What the hell Has he risen there? much to the ranks yet? He's still rising. rising. He's, he's still rising. rising. His last fact check was a failure. So we, we may, we may move on. Fault. We may want to move Technically, on. Technically, he forgot to ask us. He forgot to interrupt us. Yeah, he didn't. He was he was being nice, is what the way we'll pitch it. But I'll just say Dylan never forgot. Thought I trained him better than that. <laughs> Speaking uh, of which, Mr. Dylan Young, he's back. Is back, back. on the podcast. Knew, I never knew lowly came in front of fact checker. I thought it was just well, fact checker. That was back when we didn't tell you when you were the fact checker that it was lowly. Uh, that wouldn't be nice. I see. <laughs> but now that you've risen through the ranks, it's okay. Now Colton's the fact checker, so we can all laugh about it and move, move forward um, as, as we want to. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about our top 10 podcasts. Uh, first of all, thanks for sticking around for 100 episodes. Hopefully you found this helpful. Uh, we have a, a gigantic announcement that's going to be coming your way in about six to seven weeks on this podcast. We don't want to give anything away now, but it's going to no. shape. It's going to change everything about the podcast, first of yes. all. Uh, we won't we won't talk about that now, but just know that that is coming a major, major, major shift. Secondly, uh, we we're releasing a book June second, and mm -hmm. we had a lot of stuff planned for a book release, and then certain things happened in our society that shifted our plans as well as everybody else's. So, uh, starting after this 100th episode, which is so gigantic, by the way, we're gonna have to do it in two parts. There's no way we can get this done too big in one to podcast. It's We're already three minutes in, and we haven't even talked about our first point yeah, yet. People so. are like, let's get on with it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> after this 100th episode two-part special, we're going to do a six- to seven-week breakdown of some really cool information. We'll talk more about that uh, at the end of these two parts of the podcast. So without further ado, let's talk about topic number one. Uh, this is our 10th most popular podcast of all time. Now, that doesn't mean it's a, a bad podcast because it's 10th out of 10. This means it's 10th out of 100, right? Is that what that is? Yes. This is our top 10 of our 100 podcasts. So it's 10th out of 100. So that's pretty good. It's actually number 90 
Um, it's up there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So out of our 100 podcasts, this is the 10th best one. And the topic is this, my number one failure as a disciple maker. Ooh. Part two. Apparently that was a two-parter, and part two was more popular <laughs> than part one. Matter of fact, part one didn't even make the top 10. Wow. That, wow. It failed. Part one it, failed. It <laughs> so uh, the, the topic was your number one failure. You know, Robbie Gallaty's number one failure as a disciple maker. And the, the issue was, the failure was no Sabbath. Ooh, that was man. the failure. Was that it? Golly. That, so, so when we talked about that, when I remember that, because when we were walking through this podcast, um, the conviction that I felt as you began to break down the Sabbath and, and how uh, this is what stuck out to me the most of the 10 commandments. It's almost like we've thrown that out. Yeah. That's the, the so there's Which nine is commandments. funny because we're now all Sabbathing in a sense. That's right. Uh, and, and I wouldn't call it Sabbathing, but we're all at home. Massive Sabbath to slow down. You know, one of the things I realize about this uh, pandemic we're in and uh, the fact that we're all slowing down in the sense and we're, we're, we're not active like we used to, we're not uh, at conferences, we're not out and about, we're not door to door knocking, we're not uh, evangelizing like we used to, is the Lord has shown me he doesn't need us to do ministry. Amen. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, really? like all these, really? yeah. all these years, I thought it would depend yeah. on us. Yeah, you thought it was. You thought you were the. <laughs> hey, I was working like out, that. Huh? I was working as if as if it depended on. Now me. I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying we shouldn't work and we, we become lazy. What I'm saying is the Lord ha- Lord has shown me that He will still work, uh, and the Great Commission will still advance in spite of our creativeness, mm-hmm. uh, in spite of our planning and processing. I mean, let's let's think about it. None of us can meet in person. None of us can go to conferences. All of our big conventions have gotten repurposed or canceled this year. Uh, we can't go door to door. We can't. Uh, we can't give out tracks. We can't do any. We can't meet for discipleship group in person. We can't do life group in a home. We can't meet on campus for Sunday school. And yet, I think all of us would agree, we're hearing more stories of people coming to faith in Christ than ever before. In fact, I just got word from Campus Crusade for Christ, I heard this recently, that they just shared that they've had an influx of people surrendering to Christ through this pandemic, so much so that I think they said one person is coming to Christ every two minutes. I think that's wow. what they Wow, right said. now? That's what they, that's what they, I got, what, can you fact check? <laughs> the question, is, here's what I think we should do. We should have a fact check battle. Ooh, Which who could find it the ma- fastest? Yeah. Now, Dylan's a little out, out of it. He hasn't done Don't it. Don't start a while. yet, Jonathan. I see Jonathan <laughs> racing with fingers. Don't start yet. Let's frame the question. Let's I already frame. Oh, boy. Oh. Already cheating. No, maybe that's smart. See, Dylan already knows he's got to be ready at a moment's notice. Yes. All right. The question is how many people are coming to faith in Christ through Campus Crusade for Christ right now? Let's see if you can find that one. Chris, you're not finding it. They're finding it. Okay. Right. Uh, let's go back. To, and I would still say the Sabbath is just as important today as it is back then. Here's why. One of the challenges we're facing now with working from home, at least a lot of us are, is that you can't turn it off, Chris. Right. And the problem is, I don't know about you, I've, I talked to a pastor of a large church in Florida yesterday. He said he feels like he's working more now at home than he's ever worked <laughs> when he hey, went to the I, I'll be honest. I have that. I share that same feeling. 
Um, uh, there have been d- days because it feels like you're never stopping working. It's not like that. I'm at, I'm probably not doing more work, but it, because I'm in my house when I work, it's like the work never ends. Well, there's it's a separation. There. Yeah. Uh, the separation of work and state. Uh, yeah, there, there, there is a, there is a disconnect from work. When you guys find it, you just need to yell it out, by yeah. the way. Uh, there We're is not a waiting disconnect. on you. From Dr. Dean Steen about it last Ooh. week. Exactly. That's where it came from. That's, it. It. That's where it came from. According to everystudent.com, Cruise Outreach website, every two minutes, somebody's coming. Come on. I got it right. I got it right. How, wow. in, the, how in the world? That up. You First thought, of I, made, all, you thought Dylan, I made it up, Chris. Dylan shattered Jonathan Simon's response. I'm, gonna go ahead and, I'm just going to go ahead and leave the meeting. Um, <laughs> I'll be back. I, I'll be honest. I didn't know you were actually here until you just yeah. spoke up. <laughs> Here I yeah. am. Wow, he's kidding. back. He's hey, back. we've got almost half of our podcast done here. We've got to jump into topic yeah, number two. Yeah, let's go number two. Golly. Topic number two, Sabbath. Check that one out. Episode pod, uh, Podcast episode 53, if you want to t- check that one out on our his number one failure as a disciple maker. No, number nine on the list is episode 71, the good and bad of mass evangelism. Oh, my gosh. The good and bad of mass evangelism. Wrote an pa- entire paper on this in seminary. Apparently, it's a popular topic. Let's talk about it right after this break. Over the last few decades, American churches have produced plenty of converts, but not as many mature believers. Studies show the majority of Christians don't even understand the basics of the faith. But how do you tackle such a big problem? June 2nd, we're releasing our book, Replicate, How to Create a Culture of Disciple Making Right Where You Are. You can pre-order it now at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, ChristianBook.com, Apple Books, or wherever you want to purchase your books. But if you pre-order, we are offering an exclusive eight-lesson video series that will guide you through each chapter. We're very excited about Replicate Book, and we hope you will check it out. Uh, You can look at it right now and pre-order right now, again, anywhere you get books. And we're back talking about, in our special 100th episode spectacular, which is not the official title. We're talking about our number Extravaganza. Nine, extravaganza. Uh, we're talking Still about our number. official title. <laughs> no, please no. Uh, our ninth most popular podcast, The Good and Bad of Mass Evangelism. In this one, I think we talked about how evangelism obviously is not wrong. We want to see evangelism. But a history of mass evangelism has in some ways shaped how we've missed discipleship. Um, and I know when you uh, began to share about this one, a lot of the history of uh, different church fathers that we look up to, and we think about kind of came to the forefront. And I know in seminary, you actually did some work on the invitation yeah. and uh, in evangelism in a sense. And so it's interesting to hear your insight. Any additional, since we did the podcast, any additional input on mass evangelism in light of our current situation? Um, I would say we're all involved in mass evangelism now because we all have access to the internet and anyone with a cell phone now has a platform to reach the world. And so I think, I I, I think the point we're trying to make there was mass evangelism in and of itself is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Mass evangelism, if it's the end Mm -hmm. is a bad thing. That's what we're getting at. Where, yeah, so, so where the success is, we got X amount of people saved, we high five, and then we move on to the next event. Yeah, we celebrate the numbers and not the work of God. That's when it becomes yeah. a problem. And so uh, one of the interesting things about this topic is we, we discuss it pretty, pretty thoroughly on our book, um, the Replicate book that's coming out June 2nd. So that's, that's that and really 
that and number 10. As I'm looking at all 10 of these right now, I'm thinking we have hit on all of these topics in the book. So that's exciting to know yeah. that people are actually interested in what we wrote about. That's going to be, that's going to be important, right? Uh, number eight <laughs> on the list is episode number 57. Ooh. Why one-on-one -on -one discipleship is not the best strategy. Ooh. Out of a hundred podcasts, that was number eight. Jonathan, have you, you ever done? Jonathan, have you ever done one-on-one -on -one discipleship? Before? I knew that you were going to call me for this. <laughs> actually, um, I have, and I definitely see. I've actually had discussions with a lot of people on one-on-one -on -one because so many people actually. I mean, they think one-on-one -on -one is really, really good, and um, and I think one of the things that you say a lot is it's hard enough to replicate um, a group anyway. It's already hard enough for everybody to get everybody in your group to replicate. So the more people you have in the group, not going over, you know, four or five people, you have a much higher chance of more people replicating, which produces more and more discipleship. Dylan, any one-on-one -on -one experience? I have not done one-on-one, -on -one, believe it or not. I, my discipleship started in crew and they did it exactly the way we do it here with replicate. So yeah, no one-on-one -on -one for me. Yeah, well, I would say one-on-one -on -one is not bad. Let's just say that. And I would say if you have an option, uh, if you don't have a choice, you do one-on-one. -on -one. But if you have a choice, uh, you need to go back and listen to that episode. I think it was, was it two parts or one part? Eight reasons why you shouldn't make disciples one-on-one. -on -one. The, yeah. the main one, as Jonathan said, it's very, very difficult to replicate. Yeah. We heard of a ministry in Chattanooga at the time we were doing this. Mm. We asked them to be honest with us and tell us what their replication rate was. And they said, and I quote, we replicate one disciple who makes disciples every four years. Wow. Well, the, the or basically is... one out of every four groups, which if you go for a year, so Four, it takes four groups to replicate one. Hmm. Well, and that, the, I don't know about you, but we can't wait uh, for the gospel message to advance. We need to, there's a lot of urgency with getting the message out and making disciples. Yeah, it was a one-parter. Um, and, and I'll say again, I, I'm not just trying to talk about the book a lot, but you go really deep on each of the reasons one-on-one -on -one discipleship is not the best strategy in the book replicate. And in that podcast, we cover them. So if you want a summarization of that, just go back and listen to episode 57. We Moving right up. Oh, one podcast. What's that, Dylan? How did we get eight points into one podcast? I mean, it, <laughs> I don't know. I think we were just flying uh, really fast on that one because we typically can't get one point in a podcast. Let's just be honest. Uh, but somehow we managed to do it. So let's look at number seven now. Number seven. And we're winding down to our final two. So we, because uh, there's a couple, these two I think we want to spend a little bit more time on anyway. Um, the others I think answer that. I think these two are something that we want to touch back on and, and talk a little bit about. But number seven on the list of our most popular podcasts is episode 62, Why People Aren't Reading the Bible Consistently. Why People Aren't Reading the Bible. And so I'm going to throw out a pop quiz early morning on a Monday morning okay. as we record here on Zoom. Yeah. Uh, if you're wondering why our audio is not up to its normal quality standards, uh, we're using Zoom to record this podcast as we are social distancing with the best of them. Uh, the pop, the, uh, the pop quiz is this. I think people understand that. People understand that. Yes, they do. Well, the, the pop quiz is this. Can anyone answer why people aren't reading the Bible consistently? What was the answer? Anybody? Too busy. Ooh. That's pretty good. What's going on in life? 
say busyness might be way up there. And that's the one, that's the excuse we've had taken away right now in large part. (laughs) Hello. Hello. I will tell you this. When you stand before the Lord, after coming through this pandemic, you will have no excuse of not having time. That's right. Yes. And that is, that is the, that's busyness and planning are the two things, busyness and planning. Um, Our binge watching on Netflix is not going to cut it as a good excuse as to why we didn't have time to yeah one of the things i think you pointed out and you talked about this with and we talked about this a little bit in the sabbath is we see these uh these themes kind of flowing through all of our podcasts and really our faith as believers as ministers of the gospel that god wants our attention He, he wants our full attention he does you know he's not just a sidebar in a, a job or a life that we are living, right? And one of the things he currently has right now a lot of is our attention. Yep. And uh, you actually touched on this in the sermon on Sunday. Um, of, and we, we weren't talking about Bible reading, but I think it's a similar practice that is so critical and crucial. And I think you could swap this title out for this podcast, Why People Aren't Praying Consistently. Yeah. And uh, well, You read my mind. I was going to say this quote that I said in the sermon which is so important to think about Um, without being present with the Lord, you'll never experience the presence of God. That was a good one. I remember when you preached it. Think about that one. Without, without being present with God, you'll never experience the presence of God. And I think that's the problem. Many of us are going to go through life and look back and realize we were on cruise control. Yeah. You ever do, you ever do that? You ever look back and you're like, how, I don't know about you, but when I used to drive home from college, I went to school in Mississippi, Southern Miss, uh, in the town of Southern Mississippi, William Carey College in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Shout out Very to the popular place. Mississippi. Yeah. Ten, tens of people. Yeah, lots and lots of people. Yeah. <laughs> Many people have never heard of it. Neither had I when I when I went there as a Roman Catholic in a Southern Baptist college. But I heard the gospel there, so I'm grateful for William Carey. But I used to drive home from William Carey at ungodly hours of the night just to try to make it home. I, sh- I, I never recommend this again. I drive home at midnight. I get in the car and just drive home. Hour and a half drive. And there were times, I have to say, that I would make it to the driveway. You ever done this before on a long ride? Jonathan, you've done this before. Oh, and you look back yeah. and think, how did I get home? Very you ever been there? You're like, what just happened? Like, was I driving a car just now? And you realize you were on autopilot. You ever done that before, Dylan? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think we all have. I think we Are there have. any legal ramifications to answering that question? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is the, uh, the statute of limitations on it? Right. I do that uh, when I'm reading books sometimes. I'll read and I'll think, did I just read three pages? Because I don't remember a single thing. Okay. Here's the thing. It's, it's okay to do that reading a book. It's dangerous to do that driving a car. It is a waste of a life to do that with your existence. Wow. That's true. And that's strong. And I think that's prayer and reading the Bible consistently. I think both of those fall into that same category for podcast episode 62, why people aren't reading the Bible. Without further ado, today we're going to hit on the sixth most popular podcast. We have a minute and a half left to discuss this topic. It was a pretty crazy time back when we did this podcast, but the topic was falling away falling away from the ministry. Um, there, was a, there was a period of time when we were doing these podcasts where all of these big-named uh, believers, popular, famous, whatever you want to call them, were just turning their back on the faith. 
Mm. And they were ma typically making the announcement via uh, Instagram. A couple of them did. And then there were a couple of guys who did not make an announcement. Uh, an announcement was made about them that they had chosen to uh, be unfaithful to their spouse or whatever the reason was. their faith or whatever, yeah. Right, right. So the idea of this podcast was, and we talked about, I think it's uh, John Cooper, the lead singer of uh, Skillet. Skillet, had d did a, uh, uh, an article on these folks that are falling away from the faith. And, and it was just a reminder in that podcast that every single one of us is one decision away, one bad decision away of, of losing our ministry. And, uh, and so the challenge I think that we put out there is are people leaders like you, like us in constant accountability of discipleship. And the question you asked in that podcast, and I thought it was a strong one. I still think it's strong. Are you putting yourself in a position to be in high accountability? And are these leaders that fell away, were they in a position where people could speak into their life and hold them accountable to live the life Christ had called them to live? Yeah. Well, and I think you got two guys on this uh, podcast with us who have served closely with me. And what I mean by that is they've been in every meeting that I've had. They have traveled almost every trip that I've gone on. And I think they can attest to the fact that in order in to order. be in yeah. leadership, you have to be yeah. under leadership. Mm. Uh, and in order to have accountability or expect accountability or give accountability, you got to expect accountability from other people. So, and I think Dylan and Jonathan could speak to that, just how they've watched me uh, welcome critique, welcome people speaking in my life, welcome constructive criticism, even between sermons on Sunday, when most people say, don't mess with my sermon, don't, don't get me sidetracked. But I look at it as these guys, because I know their heart are trying to help me. Any words yeah. from Jonathan yeah. or Dylan on that accountability? I would say just on when you travel and things like that, I don't know how many other guys have a travel partner with them all the time, but I just see how it could be so easy to fall into something when you're on the road all the time. Um, and I, I don't know how anybody does make it if they don't have a travel partner with them all the time like you do. So I'm glad to have gotten to, to play that role for a little while. I'll tell you what, Dylan, I think it was you. I think we were at an event one time, and this is what's crazy. It doesn't happen all the time, but it's the one time it does happen. I think it was you, Dylan. We were at an event, and I think a lady came up to me, and she said something or asked me to talk to her privately. You remember this? And I can't remember what happened, but we, we left the event, and I said, no, ma'am, I'm sorry. Dylan, my assistant, will get just get your information. We'll get back to you. And Dylan and I are walking out of the event, and I said, Dylan, that is the reason that you're with me. And I didn't know this lady, but it was very seductive, and it was very, uh, it was not appropriate, I will say. You remember this, Dylan? And I said to you afterward, I think I said, man, thank God you were with me. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I mean, in, in two and a half years, I can remember one or two situations like that, but that's worth it. <laughs> that's worth it to have somebody around. So. Yeah. It's gonna it only save takes your one. <laughs> it only yeah. takes one. If it's going to save your anything marriage. from you before we go. Yeah, I think you're talking about the feedback that you get. And I think that you've called this before a feedback loop. And I think that that kind of leadership is what flows down into the rest of your you know, employees. I know the student department, when I was working over there a little bit, they have the exact same thing going on. They, they run through the sermons together. They say, I don't like this. I like that. Take this out. And I mean, just the fact that, you know, you are the example of that, it shows the whole staff that this place is, this is a culture of feedback where we want to get better, not, 
you know, this is not pride. We want to help each other get better. So I've always admired that about Long Hollow and as a, as a whole, and that comes from the top. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, that is our top five. Next week, we will go through our top uh, – I'm sorry, that's our top six through ten. Next week, bottom, we'll go bottom, top, bottom five. Our bottom five. Yeah, bottom five. Next week, we'll talk about one through five. And number one is going to shock everybody. Number one is going to blow everybody's uh, mind, I believe, uh, when we get to it. But thank you guys for joining us today and hanging out. If you will, get your phone out, text someone, tell them to download and listen to the podcast if you have the opportunity. And as always, uh, rate the podcast when you get an opportunity, wherever it is that you listen to and get your podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty. If you don't mind, take a moment to subscribe and share the podcast. You can find out more about disciple making, resources related to disciple making, and our customized training on our website at replicate.org.